Hey, it's Colby Armstrong. You're listening to some real massive sassy weapons on the Monday Nooner. I grew up watching my dad play senior hockey. Our hometown, they were like our NHL guys. Me playing a couple of round cups was kind of tribute to dad playing so much senior hockey back in the day. All right, Senior Hockey Top 10 time brought to you by Great Western Brewing and 016. Sign your team up for the 016 Monday Nooner deal. I think we're now sitting at about 25 teams around the province that have signed up for that. Freeze Tallman Lumber in Regina and Fort Capel. Everything local, local lumber yard, but they're much more than a lumber yard. We've been through that a lot. Give the Ladies and gentlemen, a call at Freeze Tolman if you need. We're going to go through a few other sponsors as we go here. Of course, 22 Fresh Boss. Maybe just uh, updates, update everyone here on uh, what we're doing with the hoodies, the sticks and gas hoodies. That's right. The Monday Nooner Sticks and Gas Hoodie brought to you by 22 Fresh. Available to pre-order. The pre-order deadline is December the 20th, but we ask if you're thinking about grabbing one of those, you, you go on and do that sooner rather than later. They are available by pre-order only. So make sure you you do it ahead of time. If you miss the boat, you miss the boat. Sticks and Gas Hoodie with 22 Fresh. All the info is on our social media outlets, including a link to purchase, which is through the new Squad website with uh, 22 Fresh. Right on. There's a... Very nice. Uh, There's the sponsors for the Senior Show. And joining us this week, we have one of our savants, the Senior Hockey Savant, Josh Miller. Uh, Josh has been around uh, watching hockey every weekend so far around the province. And uh, Milzy, thanks again for joining the fellas. No problem. Thanks for having me on. All right, boys. So we start last week's top 10. And we had in the 10 spot, Winyard, first time. Then we went to Crake from the Wheatland League. Then Carnduff, because they beat Redverse. So we put them there. Seven, we had Watrous. Then six, we had the Wadena Wagons, which opened up the season last week. Very eventful day out in Wadena. At number five, we had Outlook. At number four, Milestone. Drake was three, the Drake meets. Two was Grenfell. And number one was Raymore because Raymore, of course, defeated the number one team from the week before, Lumsden. So that's where we stood last week. So when we go back to last weekend's game, Millsy, let's start with you. What were some key matchups that surprised you quickly? The raymore Southey one, when I was looking forward to that one, obviously the new number one seed, the Raymore Rockets, who had taken down the Lumsden Monarchs the week before, taking on a, a go-star team from Southey. And... Friday night in Raymore, the Marlins come away with a one-goal win and then back home win it uh, the second game of the back-to-back. So take both games and four points from the Rockets. Um, in talking to a couple of buddies that play on the Rockets, they uh, felt they outplayed them on the Saturday night but uh, couldn't buy a goal. So they're looking forward to a, a rematch in the coming weeks. Boz, uh, you, you had some interesting matchups from up north in your neck of the woods there. Yeah, I was just going to say, it seems like there's a bit of a early season number one uh, curse going on. Two weeks in a row, the number one seed gets gets swept and uh, 
some of those games not even close. So I don't know if it's getting to teams. They're talking about it, and it's maybe getting to them in the locker room before the games. But uh, interesting note there. Also wanted to just touch a little bit on the Sask uh, Sask Alta. We don't talk about them a ton. I know in the preseason show I'd mentioned that Hillmond is one of those teams that's always uh, a serious contender. And this past weekend they lost back to back to the Lashburn Flyers. And I got chatting with some guys up there. Apparently, a couple of uh, Hillmont's best players have made the move to Lashburn this year. So, a bit of a, a shock there. And maybe the Flyers, a team to uh, watch out for, taking a couple from from uh, Hillmont. And, and some other teams haven't played yet, like the Meadow Lake Broncos. We've talked about them, that they're going to be really good. So, just something to keep an eye on up north in uh, in the Saskelta Hockey League. Add to that in Saskelta, um, talking to a buddy up there that lives in Wainwright, they split that division. Hey, it's just a straight Alberta and then a SAS division. And in looking the other day at the standings, Wainwright, Elk Point, and Two Hills are both 2-0 in the Alberta division, uh, with St. Wahlberg and Lashburn sporting the same 2-0 records in the SAS division. So some interesting matchups coming up in the, in the coming weeks in those in that league. I like last weekend's matchup, the Drake meets heading into Davidson on Friday night to take on the Cyclones. Um, I watched that game on Lav Barn, like at least a period and a half. And that is the first time I've seen the Drake Meats play ice hockey in my life. Uh, great unis, the old Canucks uh, unis, awesome. Um, I was impressed. I, I was really impressed. And I know it's hard to get a gauge watching on Live Barn from live, but I was really impressed with Drake. And you saw them the week before Millsy. Um, I did. They, I drove out to... Uh out to Drake and actually watch them in their home barn against Watrous. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know the, any guys uh, that play on that. I don't got, I have no idea. Right. And it's so hard to see the numbers on live barn. So, you know, they could have had Connor McDavid and Elvis out there. I have no idea. But do you, when you watch them play, are they deep? I, I just say they're all around. There's not, they uh, added a defenseman out of uh, Europe that Josh Roach, smooth skating defenseman. I actually said to my buddy Schneider, when we were out there watching, I didn't notice who he was. The first period and all of a sudden the second and third period, he was around the puck. He was on the puck. He had the puck on his stick. 95% of the time he was on the ice. So he uh, he did some wonders that first game that night against Washington. Hey, Boz, you've been getting uh, – you're kind of controlling the social media for the most part. You've been getting a ton of japs from guys, good and bad, from teams uh, wanting some love. And I think maybe a couple of them possibly sneak into the top 10. You know, one thing that you were getting a lot of this week, Boz, you were talking about – was how Lucky Lake upset yeah. the Kyle Elks. Yeah, big upset uh, last weekend. Had some people in the Sask Valley sliding into our DMs with an upset alert, and it actually came to fruition. Lucky Lake beat Kyle. I'm not sure what the final score was, but it was 9-5 for Lucky Lake late in the third period, and that's coming after a Friday night matchup where Kyle just narrowly got by Lucky Lake 7-6 in OT. So Lucky Lake gets three points against the Kyle Elks on the weekend. I don't think anybody foresaw that coming. And and last week we had Kyle in uh, as an honorable mention. And after that weekend, uh, spoiler alert, they are not going to be in the top 10. Kind of surprising there. Really surprising there. And in the Coppell Valley last week, I guess, uh, not a lot going on there because that Balcaris milestone uh, matchup that was canceled because of the Wuhan wet market, but the Odessa Vibank Bruins, they are being super sneaky 
Um, back in the day, we used to call them Montgomery's for people that know Saskatoon because they tie the uh, sweater around your waist. It's sneaky. But Odessa Vibank, they beat Balgoni. What's the deal with Balgoni? Like, they were supposed to be, I thought, a bit of a wagon this year. And, or is Odessa Vibank just that? I guess Paco was raving about them last week. Um, but anyways, in the in the queue, not a lot, not a lot happened that week. So we're still waiting for in the province. We're still waiting for Milestone to play and Wilkie to play. So I find it's really, really tough. I don't know what you guys think. It's really tough to rank those teams when they haven't played yet. No, and really, you're just going on on last year's merit, right? Um, Milestone was to be a, a powerhouse last year in Provincial A. I ended up getting upset by Selby in the first round, but I still think that doesn't hurt their chances coming in this year. They've added a couple of, of Cougar players as well, so they're going to be ready there knocking at the end of the door. But I think the surprise, like you just mentioned, Schenck, is, is Odessa leading that division right now at 2-1. and one. And I know it's only three games in, but, but that's a – that's a surprise when I would have taken them as the fifth place. Have you heard anything, Boz? Because I know uh, your your phone buzzes with uh, people from the Watchers Winterhawks. Have you heard much from the Winterhawks? Because as I was looking at it, and we had them last week in our uh, in our top ten, they lost to Drake the week before, but Drake's a very good team. And then Watchers played only one Lanigan. game. Yeah, yeah, and they and, and Lanigan's in a rebuild, if we can call it that. So Watrous uh, 9-4 over Lanigan. I feel like Watrous has the, I'm going to call it the trooper flex. Boz won't remember this, but Millsy, you remember the song Three Dressed Up as a Nine? It's I one feel, of my favorite songs. I feel that's <laughs> I feel that's Watrous. They, they have the trooper flex this week. We don't know what they're all about. No, I know, I I know they... They did the opening weekend. They never had Craig McCallum, who's arguably one of their top, uh, well, he is one of their top players. I know they were excited to get him back uh, for that Lanigan series. I didn't see the box score to see uh, that he played for sure and how he played, but I know they were hoping to get some pieces that uh, might put him back into contention. But what a quick fall from from the top of the top 10 to watch us potentially not even being in the top 10 uh, this week when we get to those. You know, another uh, trooper uh, trooper special is Kyle, right? Three dressed up as a nine. Boz, maybe you can play a little bit of Trooper here for, for the people uh, somehow, some way. Jump over to the Wheatland Hockey League because I know people have been all... Honestly, when it comes to our top 10, the Wheatland has garnered as much questioning or comments uh, with two teams from the Wheatland, the Crake Warriors and also the Wadena Huegons. Uh, this past weekend, there was a lot of talk going on about the Wagons as they opened up their season um, against the Canistano Tigers. Now, I did some homework, and Wadena won two games last year. They won one game the year before that, and one game the year before that. And completely understand why everybody questioned, uh, I guess, me pumping them up over the last few weeks. But two big wins for the Wagons against a pretty pretty formidable opponent in Canistano. They managed to win Friday, their home opener, and then Saturday back in Canistano. And I got a few texts that the Wagons were missing their top two D-men on Saturday. So, was kind of expecting a, a split there, but uh, the Wagons, without their top 2D, managed to uh, sweep Canistano and Craig, the other team in the Wheatland that's probably worth mentioning. I, You know what? And good on Canistano for just 
you know, the good the good fellas up there were just happy as all can be after the weekend. Still, uh, still putting it out on Twitter. Some good tweets and uh, really, did you go? Did so? Did Wadena invite you up? Were they gonna fly you in or anything? They did. Unfortunately, I had to decline the invitation. Uh, had some prior commitments, but they did send out a tweet. That's the wa- that's the wagon report for the week. as <laughs> <laughs> well in Wadena. Yeah, and coming up in twirl twenty five. Of course, you got to tune in because the player of the week and last week we got to give props to ryan keller from the davidson cyclones he had his 016s ready first rounds on him so he's a that guy from foam lake somebody texted and said he's cheap he's never going to buy around that boyer fellow so he's still uh he's still due to buy a round up there and is it foam lake that's yeah. right yeah foam lake all right so milsey quickly who did this weekend what matchups uh catch your eye if we play since uh hockey rinks are freaking lumped in with bingo halls and bowling alleys and casinos yeah i did uh did a couple of looks here and there's a couple of key interesting matchups and i think we'll we'll start in the uh in that sask west where edam and the martin smith led three stars are uh taking on wilkie in both of their home openers and season openers this weekend friday saturday so that'll be an interesting matchup to see how those two teams match up in the Sask East, Rokenville and Langenberg, two, two, both teams at 2-0, um, looking to make their stand in that league there. Winyard and Foam Lake, Winyard at 3-0 and Foam Lake at 2-0-1 is a big matchup for the weekend for those guys out in that area. Also, the Watchers Winterhearts and the Davidson Cyclones go battle. Um, Davidson looking to bounce back after a couple of tough losses to the number one team in the Long Lake in the 4-0 Drake meets Canucks. <laughs> Yes, that's actually um, – I really like that. I really like to see what happens there. And I guess we can watch the yeah. one game on Live Barn. I'm not sure if Watrous has it in there. That Foam lake Winyard matchup, though, in the Long Lake is kind of uh, intriguing. It is, and it's uh, it's a couple of uh, kind of teams that fall under the wire and under the radar at the start, but uh, making their statements here early in the season. Milestone, like we mentioned, gets on the – finally gets on the way, underway this weekend. They're playing Belgoni. So we can hopefully get a little taste from Milestone next week on on where they're sitting at. Belgoni, like you mentioned, Schenk, they were a team that was sort of kind of mid-pack. And then I watched that first game against Grenfell, and they were lights out. And then they go and stink the barn up the next weekend. So it'll be interesting to see what uh, what Bison team shows up this weekend. And the last one I got is uh, Kyle Dinsmore in the Sask Valley. Kyle, after that tough loss, they're 2-1. And, and Dinsmore, a little surprise, is at 3-1. In the Sass Valley. After um, a shootout weekend with Eston, it was 8-6 and 8-7, those two games. Yeah, so that, that's a couple of good ones. Um, and then we talked about these guys at the start, the Keniston Blizzard. We're looking at a couple of key additions, and they're at the bottom of the pack in that league right now after a couple of missed games as well. But uh, they're playing, taking on Central Butte, who won a pair of that last weekend. So that's another kind of key one that uh, I got my eyes on. Have you guys seen some of these scores in the Big Six Hockey League? Hmm. It's uh, like yeah. there was a seventeen two bean fade over yeah. Arcola. Like oh, I feel one guy's so, eleven, quite eleven points. Eleven and an eleven two bean fade over Arcola. Like, that's like the bean fade five and zero. Oh. And yeah. uh, <laughs> worth mentioning, I think they their strength of schedule is definitely not at the level of a lot of other teams in the mm-hmm. province. So take that with a grain of salt. But five and zero oh with those crooked numbers is. Uh, it puts it puts them on the radar anyway. We should have like uh, Manchester's on thirty third or a Beaver Motel beating of the weekend. Uh, when, <laughs> when some of these some of these. I got a couple of things I want to get to here before. Go ahead. Before we yep. get to the top ten. 
Um, you mentioned Rokenville Millsy. Just wanted to give a shout out to Jeff Odgers, 51 years old. He's back suited up for the Tigers. And I know uh, they beat Mooseman 10-3 on the weekend and, and their team tweeted us and said, you'd love the call of Jeff Odgers assisted by Dakota Odgers, which is his son. Pretty cool there. 51 years old, still putting the puck in the net for Rokenville. I thought that was pretty cool. And, and one thing that really gained a lot of traction on our social media over the last week is the talk of betting lines on senior hockey. And I just wanted to get your guys' opinion. Like you guys know I'm a degenerate, but how big do you think it would be if you could bet on senior hockey and there was somewhere that's supplied odds and you could bet actual money on senior hockey? Cause I think it would be absolutely huge. I, I think anything, anything's possible, right? Like, are you thinking of going to like one of the sites and, and saying, Hey, I can be a, a sharp or a handicapper here and give you odds. Or are you thinking like underground, like my, <laughs> like my Chamberlain, uh, SO deal. Well, if I was talking underground, I probably wouldn't admit to it right now, but, um, <laughs> Just the amount of tweets and, and stuff we got, and we were putting out some odds and locks of the night. Uh, we put out our yeah. locks of the night last Friday. Yeah. I went 3-0, and by the way. But uh, <laughs> I just, the, the amount of traction that's got, I know there's a lot of people like me and like us that would be all over that if it was available. I, I don't, I think you could do it underground and then just uh, ask for forgiveness. Um, but yeah, as far as doing it like as a, as a pro, I, I don't know. <laughs> It'd be really cool to see. Did you guys also hear where the, uh, the white mud is shut down for 14 days, eh? Did not hear that. Justin, we were going to uh, give Cabri an honorable mention. I know Cabri had tweeted out that their game was canceled because of a positive case on the team. They, I think had played the weekend prior. Um, yeah. So thanks for that update. I didn't see that. It was kind of like last weekend. I was, every time I went on Twitter last Saturday, I was like, this game's postponed. This game's canceled, whatever. It was just like hard to keep up with, uh, keep up with that. Saturday, Saturday COVID won the, the betting odds that night. Yeah, for sure. I also, did you guys see that tweet that come out? Um, there was a spectator at the Raymore Arena that tested positive. So they've warned anybody that was in the Raymore Arena on Friday night versus Lumsden or versus Saudi um, last weekend that they should be self-monitoring. And as we recorded this, actually, we just found out that the Highway Hockey League is postponing all games this weekend. So unfortunate news there. I guess the clubs will stay in the top 10 for now and we'll have to figure it out as we go on. I'm trying to keep our listeners up to date on our Twitter, just retweeting this stuff and letting people yeah. know, but it's, uh, it's nonstop for sure. Anyway, I think we should maybe, uh, do it. Get into the top, into the 10, top the 10. Here we go. This is the Monday Nooner senior hockey top 10. First honorable mention of the week. They've been all over us on social media. They got a split last weekend against Eston from the Sass Valley, the Dinsmore Dynamos. They can score a lot, having trouble keeping the puck out of the net. Big cinnamon bun town. Honorable mention from the Sask Elta, the 2-0 Lashburn Flyers. A couple of honorable mentions, boys, because they have not played. They're both 0-0. Zero and zero. The Wilkie Outlaws and the Milestone Flyers. Honorable mention because they haven't played, so we can't put them in the top 10 anymore. And I'd expect at some point one or both of those teams will be back in the top 10, but uh, they've got to show it on the ice, which they haven't done yet. Number 10. Uh, number 10 from the big six, the kind of Red Devils. Number nine. From the Wheatland Hockey League, the Crake Warriors. Number eight. From the Long Lake Hockey League, the Winyard 
Monarchs. Number seven. From the Wheatland, the Wadena Wagons. Number six. From the Sask Valley Hockey League, these guys could have the trooper thing next week. The Outlook Icehawks. Number five. From the Highway Hockey League, the Raymore Rockets. That means we got a new number one, fellas. Number four. From the Sask West Hockey League, the undefeated Kindersley Clippers. Number three. From the Coppell Valley Hockey League, the Grenfell Spitfires. Number two. Number two from the fish tank in the Highway Hockey League, the Salvi Marlins. Number one. And number one playing out of the garlic coil, the Drake Meats, also known as Canucks. Let's hope the curse doesn't get to them. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Who do, who do they have Lanigan. this weekend? Lanigan. Lanigan. Pirates looking to play spoiler this week with the Monday Nooner Top 10. There it is, boys. The honorable mentions and the top 10. Again, thanks to our sponsors, Great Western Brewing, Freeze Tallman Lumber, 22 Fresh. Order the hoodies. So coming up, Turtle 25, don't forget, we're going to give away the Player of the Week honors. And boys, uh, I guess let's just keep our fingers crossed at their senior hockey this weekend. Here's a little trooper to take you out. Three dressed up as a nine on all hits. Monday Nooner.